I was asked how I got into falconry. Well, it's a kind of a backwards story. Uh, during COVID, uh, couldn't go anywhere. My wife and I were sitting around at home, isolated, and uh, we started just kind of talking. And uh, she had uh, always wanted to have chickens, but I was always kind of favored ducks. And uh, we started talking, and uh, we decided that uh, we'd have some eggs. And so uh, we got a couple chickens from the local uh, farm supply, and then uh, I started ordering ducks. And uh, for a while, we had so many eggs, we didn't know what to do with them all. We were giving them to neighbors and donate them to rare breed and the like. And uh, uh, you know, it was kind of a, a beginning farmer thing, but I'm not a very good farmer because I named all my ducks. My first ducks were triplets. I named them Eva and Reva and Treva after uh, uh, three triplets I knew when I was in grade school. And uh, loving my ducks and having a great time. Neighbors loved seeing my ducks out in my front yard. And then lo and behold, one day I went out to my back, my garage and I had ducks in my garage, which was quite unusual. They'd come through the side door and I'm like, girls, what are you doing in here? And as I counted heads, I only counted five ducks and I should have six ducks. That was strange. So I walked out in the backyard and as I did, a large bird flew out of my yard flapping away and it was some type of bird of prey. And when I looked down, he'd eaten the neck off of one of my ducks and she was dead and gone to duck heaven. Well, my heart was broken. It was one of my triplets. And so she, he broke up the triplet set and Really, I was pretty upset for about a week and a half, two weeks, and I kind of got over it. Then about a year later, I uh, had my ducks out, and I went out in the backyard, and here's this big old hawk sitting on my fence. Well, I'd had it. I'm not killing any more of my, my ducks. No, or Debbie's chicken, but my ducks I love. So anyhow, uh, I thought, by golly, I'm going to get myself a pellet gun. I'm going to shoot myself a hawk and get rid of him. But I knew in the back of my mind that didn't sound quite right, so I kind of little research and I found out it's a federal offense to shoot a bird of prey. So I'm not gonna do that. So uh, I thought, well, I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna tra trap one. I'll trap it and haul it away and it'll be in another part of the country and won't bother my ducks anymore. But I looked that up as well, and then it's a federal offense to trap a, a bird of prey, unless you're a falconer. And that intrigued me. I was like, what the heck? I've heard of falconry. Maybe seen you know, kind of these old pictures with birds on people's arms. So I started researching, you know, about falconry and realized that uh, it was quite intriguing to me. Uh, I realized there were several things you have to do, but I wanted to pursue falconry. Well, the main reason I wanted to pursue falconry is because I found out that 70 to 80% of all birds of prey die the first year. They don't usually make it through that first winter. And the idea behind modern falconry is to have a bird of prey. Uh, falconry is when you use a bird of prey, to, uh, a, 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 like a raptor, to hunt uh, and catch prey. So, um, uh, but there's a lot of things you have to go through to be able to do this. Uh, I began to research and found out that um, you have to take an exam, uh, a hundred point exam from the, the Fish and Game uh, uh, Commission. I was like, okay. Uh, found out you have to have a sponsor. You have to have all the equipment and there's various hoops you have to go through. Well, uh, I like the idea. The reason I liked falconry is not only are you hunting with a bird of prey, but uh, you hunt through the winter and in the spring, you turn the bird loose. 
so that it can go on with its life and find a mate. And it's, a, it's an aspect of uh, conservation, helping wildlife, that is a kind of an unusual way of approaching that concept. And I like that. I, I thought that was quite intriguing. And so I decided I'm going to become a falconer. So uh, in February, I took the test and I crammed hard for the test. I mean, I had flashcards I was using. He had to pass by 80% of this 100 questions. And I passed, but barely. I'm not even gonna tell you my score, but I passed, but it was close. And uh, then you have to have a sponsor. Uh, didn't know any falconers, so I, co I contacted the Missouri Falconers Association, and the president referred me to a person she thought was still doing falconer in the area. I called him up. He was quite distant. Uh, falconers are not always warm and friendly to the public because everybody screams how cool falconry is and pesters them, but wants to be a falconer, but they don't really realize uh, the demand and the seriousness of the of the, uh, the hobby or whatever you want to say. Um, so uh, when I contacted the man, he says, have you taken your exam? I said, yeah, yeah, I, I passed it. Well, that's good. He says, well, I think I'm full. I'm only allowed three uh, three apprentice falconers. So uh, call me back. I got to check to see if this one guy's still into it or not. But he was kind of distant, kind of cold. He was like, you know. So I waited a week patiently and called him back the next week like he said I could. And when I, he answered the phone, I said, hey, this is George Cron. He goes, oh, yeah, George. How are you? Good to hear from you. I'm so glad you called me back. I'm like, God, this is a different guy. He goes, uh, yeah, well, uh, if you're interested, I think we can work something out. Uh, I know somebody you know. And he mentioned this man's name. And I said, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, I talked to him and I asked him about you. And he said that you're A-OK. -okay, so if you're OK with him, you're OK with me. So let's pursue this. So I, he actually was like checking me out, you know, to make sure I was uh, not some yahoo, I guess. So anyhow, nice guy. Uh, we met and we began working on it. Um, uh, I had to have uh, all my equipment. I had to build a MEW, M-E-W, that is the outside home for a hawk when, when you're keeping them through the winter. And I had to have all the equipment that's involved and I had to have the game warden come out and look at all my setup and make sure that I have everything made properly and uh, approve it. I hadn't taken the exam yet even. And so um, my brother and I went to uh, Chesterfield to a falconry meet where they all hunt with their birds and uh, was able to kind of observe the birds and watch the birds hunting. And and uh, when it, the day was over, they asked me, what do you think? I said, this is pretty cool. And so uh, they said, well, maybe we'll see you next year at the meet if you get a bird. I was like, okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, I was able to get some, you know, some firsthand, uh, firsthand knowledge and observation of, of, of what the, uh, what falconry is all about. So. So that's the reason why I got into falconry, uh, uh, plus the fact that I like the idea of releasing the bird in the spring and allowing it to be free again. I thought that's a neat way of, of, of helping a bird through that, that rough first winter. Um, so once I found out that uh, uh, I passed my test, uh, I had a sponsor. The next goal was going to be that I had to build a mew uh, and a giant hood, which uh, and explain maybe in our next episode exactly what involved with that. Uh, I'm not the greatest carpenter, but I succeeded. And I'll let you even maybe see a picture of that soon. Thanks again for listening to Exploring the Ozarks. 
Make sure to like, share, and subscribe to our social media channels to help us keep exploring the stories of the Ozarks. If you're looking for more ways to support our show, we have sponsorships for businesses and Patreon for individual supporters. Check the links in the description for more details. Thanks for your support and keep exploring the Ozarks.